One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I mean, it's probably helpful if you don't eat orange peel in the middle of the recording. I know, I know. Well, it's, I mean, it, it, it went really into my lungs. What do you think that does for me? What do you mean? When I'm trying to do a show yeah. and I'm looking at someone I'm talking to and he's eating orange peel. It's like a threat. <laughs> it's like some kind of coded threat. <laughs> Just chiseling <laughs> off a finger. I expect it. Yeah, I don't fucking care. It's the Luca Pete It's uh, Monday, uh, and I'm Pete Donaldson, uh, choking on uh, orange peel. I just think I've eaten my orange. The orange peel sat there. It just seems like such a waste that I'm not uh, chomping on it. I do it in marmalade. Why don't we just chomp? Why don't we normalise eating the acrid, pithy horribleness of uh, orange peel? But if, if you if you choked to death, and the and the coroner looked at you and yeah. did an autopsy or whatever, and they and they said to your parents. Uh, unfortunately, you know, this is Peter, your fault. You know, <laughs> he's, choking, he's, cho- he's choked to death at the age of, you know, just the age of forty-one. So, yeah. very sorry. Your parents are just going to be like, "Why has he done that?" Yeah, why has he done that? Did, maybe we failed him in some way, and I think they did. Oh, how Luke- many? How many? How many? I mean, mostly choking victims. It's going to be what chicken bones? Do you reckon? Um, bones in meat, probably. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, bone. Yeah. Choking. Pork. Yeah. Bones. Yeah. Probably bones. Don't eat bones. Is, 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 is most of the choking victim, is most of the reason for people who are victims of choking to death, is it to do with stuff stuck in their throat or is it they've literally bitten off more than they can chew and swallow and it's stuck? Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess you sort of like, if you're eating like, uh, it's quite, like chicken bones can be quite sharp, can't they? They can sort of get caught, can't they? Chicken and fish bones, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I do not know. I'm not a, a choking expert. Maybe. But what do you think? What do I think? I've n- yeah. I can't remember what I've what I've ever choked on. My mum nearly choked on a on a on a a, a pear drop when she was a kid. <clears throat> so maybe it's just things that just that you're you're thinking you're biting into just slip down your neck and then right down there. I remember being at a Sunday roast with my family when I was about twelve, right? And a big bit of beef got stuck in my throat. <laughs> a and, big um, bit of beef. <laughs> it's partly because my mum always used to overcook beef, right? And so it became really, it was really chewy. But you didn't know any different because, like, you obviously, I'm not, I'm not, I was 12 and I was living in Gosport. Yeah. It was like 1992. You weren't dropping Air 5 Wagyu like you do every week. Oh, 1993. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was just like, I don't think that I had any concept of that beef could be cooked mm. in different ways, right? Yeah. And so it was just cooked like it was grey all the way through. So it became really hard to eat. And I guess I just thought in my mind, this is what beef eating is, beef yeah, is yeah. like. Beef was always like so, grey and thin, wasn't it? And horseradish. Yeah. The, the yeah. thing is, I kind of, I, I mean, I love, I love a carvery at the best of times. Anything that allows you to eat horseradish or wasabi, I really do very much enjoy a bit of. Oh, we didn't have condiments, horseradish. man. What? No, what? It's just gravy, salt. <laughs> it's loads of salt. Well, yeah, maybe so. Like, um, and my, it's kind of, kind of interesting because my granddad, who I talked about on Thursday, he, even now, will only eat well done beef. 
And I think yeah. it must be because maybe back in the day that like it couldn't Wasn't guarantee safe. the safety yeah, of it or something. Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably a bit of that. So he won't go anywhere near like a medium or a rare or anything like that. Like Donnie's steak tartare and have a bit of that. Yeah, but I, but I think, so steak tartare is an interesting one because you mix it all together with the egg and it's seasoned and it's got that Tabasco thing going on. That kind of makes sense to me as a texture and a flavour. But people who eat steak really raw, yeah, it doesn't. there's no way it tastes as nice as maybe just even slightly cooked. The consistency is so different and I think it tastes odd. Well, it doesn't sort of, I guess steak tartare, because it's all chopped up, you're kind of, you're halfway there, aren't you? Well, it's the same with carpaccio, right? It's so thin. Yes. That it tastes good. It's almost like melts in your mouth, doesn't it, because it's so fatty. Oh, man, I love food. I love food. You're, you're a big steak tartare, man. You big probably steak, steak tartare, tartare guy. I just, uh, yeah, can't have it in the house because I'd, I'd just chomp it all. So, um, Milky Mirror, at the end of uh, last show, we were talking about uh, um, having opinions about uh, people who are just doing their best and, and working hard. And Oh, don't and... fucking phrase it like that. You're making us <laughs> like a right pair of knobs. <laughs> we are a right pair of knobs. Um, I, uh, so, so I've been uh, working with, a, with an editor and, and getting old... Um, Wrestle me shows up on YouTube, you know. So, so they said it is sort of going up. Michael, lovely lad, he's sort of gone through all of the uh, some of the shows, and he's kind of like um, basically we're talking about certain things like old pay per views in wrestling or films featuring wrestlers and stuff. <clears throat> and he's basically getting the audio and syncing it up with what's happening on the screen, and we're uploading them to YouTube. And we did one, um, we did we put one up um, a couple of days ago. Uh, and it's basically... Are you familiar with the wrestler Kevin Nash, Diesel? Big Daddy Sexy. I know Diesel, yeah. yeah. I know Diesel, yeah. So he's um, a, an actor of some repute. He was actually in a, a Tim Robinson uh, uh, joint. Uh, the, the, the TV show Detroit is very brief. It was very good. Right. Um, you know, fucking gargantuan block. He's, 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 he's really fucking right on, and he's, he's just a, he's a bit of an inspiration. Um, but he, uh, he did a film uh, which was... Originally, it was pitched as... Uh, Kevin Nash uh, runs through America trying to kill um, COVID nineteen infected bats, <laughs> right? And okay. like true indie films, you know, we've all known people who've made indie films. You know, the the project changes when you get access to a school to run around with in, yeah. uh, and 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 the actual film ended up. Uh, I think it ended up called, being called COVID nineteen Invasion with Kevin Nash. Um, and basically, uh, a lot of homeless people who have got COVID are holed up in a school, and Kevin Nash uh, has, has brought it upon himself to go and kill he's them all. He's old now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's old, but he's still a magnificent looking. Uh, he must be in his sixties now, right? Cracking on, yeah. He's 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 he's. he's I mean, he's, when he's he was season, foot, he was an absolute tank. Absolute tank, yeah. Six foot fucking air or something like like not even kayfabe height. He's absolutely gigantic, you know, well proportioned, relatively good looking, bit bit piggy in the nose, but he's he's a handsome chap, and he's um and he, you know if, if you if you could choose to be anyone, it would probably be Kevin Nash. It's a, he's such a hunk, and uh, and so he he's kind of like tasked with killing all these homeless people in a school. Um, and it's like proper indie schlocky kind of silliness and stuff and Kevin Nash is barely in it and we did half an hour on how funny this silly indie film was with Kevin Nash we put it on YouTube it was up there for a day when uh, the director of the film got it said hey guys I made this film and this is the best review I have ever heard on it I was actually crying at one point because I laughed so hard at your critique if you ever want to do an interview please let me know I'm game now you know how awkward I am, Luke. This is the worst thing that could have possibly ever happened. I think it's really sweet. It is very sweet, and we will interview him. But I am just so 
fucking embarrassed with the horrible things I said about that man's uh, film. Who was just trying to Life make a film? Life comes fast, mate. I mean, you you got to stand up for yourself. I and, know. And, do you want I me know. to help you with a couple of? Because um, you know, I spend all my time like being quite outspoken about everything. Yeah. So I've developed quite a lot of coping mechanisms when inevitably this kind of thing happens. I can probably give you a little quick crash course. Yeah, okay. So it doesn't sound like he's annoyed anyway because it no. seems like he's taken it as a bit of a love letter, which I'm sure it was because you're probably yeah. your own worst critic anyway. But I always say... Yeah, um, we were fucking horrible to it. <laughs> right. Oh, dear. But obviously, I had to make that. I had to cross that thorny divide into talk sport once, didn't I? With Jim White? Um... um yeah, Jim. Jim was one. Jim was, <laughs> Jim was one definitely of them. one. Oh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> Jim was one. probably the main one. Actually, right? Okay. But Jim was. Do you know what? Listen, I know people have opinions about Jim White, and I'm perfectly entitled to them. And Jim knows that as well. Right. But he was an absolute gentleman when I because I, I was put on the show with him after slagging him off, right? Badly. Yeah. Not just on the podcast, but in a book, and I felt quite bad about that when I met him, and I realised that actually. You to grow up a bit because people are just trying to do their thing and you mm. know find their own way in life and mm. not everyone's the same as you with the same experiences and everything and it's okay to have opinions but you know people are doing their thing and I just fronted it up I thought I'm not going to sit in a studio with Jim for the next however long knowing that I slagged him off and he doesn't know because that just seems really two-faced so I yeah. just fronted it up I said let Jim um, this is what I said you seem like a nice man I regret it I'm sorry and he was the, just the most charming gentleman about it. Ah, oh, it's the game we're in. Don't worry about it. The things happen. Uh. Which made me feel worse, I'll be honest. <laughs> but about about three months later, Pete, you remember he did a video for us for the opening intro to a Ramble Live show. The sweetest man. He's so, so lovely. that's how much and he didn't give a shit about it. He was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I've no, said we, some stuff. We, 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 and and um, certain um, uh, 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 users, uh, some certain um, producers uh, of the, that particular vignette, um, fucked up the sound, so we had to go back and do it again. And he was absolutely fine to do it again. So he did it twice for us. Was that that was that the obvious person we're thinking of? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Samo, was it? Yeah, it was Samo. Yeah, oh, it was Samo. Well, Samo yeah, doesn't normally make mistakes. I thought it might have been someone else who may oh. or may not work for Football Weekly now. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so my point was just going to be that um, when you get used to trying to kind of being in this game where you you criticise people and, and you get criticised, and I'm perfectly happy for people to criticise me, as you know. Um, I always just say, you know what? We just we give it, we dish out a bit of stick to everyone. It's fairly yeah. good natured. Unless you're a Richard Keys or a fucking whoever, you genuinely are a prick. Then it's just fairly good natured fun. It's not like don't, don't take it personally. Yeah. Um, and I try and I try and live by that myself. Uh, yeah, I, that, that's that's a good point. Actually, it's not like we take. I mean, we have had uh, you know we made certain change on the ramble. Uh, you know, a year or so ago, and um, uh, certain corners of the <clears throat> the fandom. I'm going to say. Who genuinely feel feel that we're responsible for their <coughs> childhood <laughs> in some ways? Um, we're quite we're we're quite um, outspoken and it's, it's and quite personal, very personal in fact, um, in yeah. certain parts of the internet. And and I take that as they're just reaching out and they're just you know they're they're just railing and it's it, it, you cannot take that so personally. It's the price. Yeah. Imagine being more well known than us. I've had um, I've had. Um... <laughs> People say awful stuff to me online, and yeah. I know it's them, and they don't know that I know it's them because I recognise their profile picture and stuff. Okie dokie. And I've seen them in public or at events, and they've always been like really lovely and pretended it's like never happened. It's a kind of a weird cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And like when they see you in real life, they then think, "Oh shit, that's actually a human being." Yeah. Yeah. And they're completely different. Yeah. It's like a completely different category of interaction, if you like. Mm. And so I kind of get how it works. I don't care. So I mean, you're always really good natured. You're always punching up, right? You know, it's not like you're, it's not like you're doing a Ricky Gervais and punching down or whatever. Uh, no. I mean, 
No, the posh people are all right, aren't they? They're they're, they're fine. They're insulated I th- somewhat. I, th- I think. I think. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, I think you you are a good person. I think you're all right, and I think you probably don't go a bit over the top on the old posh stuff. And you know, some mm. of our listeners don't like it, but I right. mean, that's what makes you what you are, baby. And these people who are wealthy are probably by their nature pretty powerful. So you're punching up. Good. All right. Fine. Well, that's sorted. Upper punches. The yeah. podcast. So just if you do have to interview this guy, just um, I would take the ball by the horns. Just say, you know, look, it's all good nature stuff. We thought it was fun. You know, we were having a little bit hey, of a look, laugh. If, at you're, it. if you're making an indie film, the most the ideal thing is for you to become another The Room. You know, that guy's a millionaire. Thanks is to he? the fact that he, yeah, he will have made a fucking bomb on How? The Room because he sold the rights to the <laughs> making of it to uh, that movie with uh, what's his name. Yeah, and also people are renting it. People are, you know, it's on Prince Charles Theatre every bloody day, isn't it? You know, it's a very, very successful film. One of the most successful films that year it would have been. Um, yeah, possibly all the, all all of them pirated, but still. <laughs> it's not a very good um, another film. It's not a very good film, Pete. No, it's not a very good film. Yeah, but like you know, he's a he's a celebrity you now. That's kind of what it's clear that that's kind of what you. If you are going to make a film where you star yourself with a lot of pretty lasses and young people, and you look a bit weird, like that is that is ideal. <laughs> and and uh, and and so if you if you know that your film isn't you know a world beating important bit of cinema. Bit of fucking cheap heat. To use wrestling vernacular, you know, fucking Diesel probably spent most of his time being a baddie, uh, and he was just as successful as any other wrestler, so, you know. Yeah. It's good. Nice. Let's have a break, Pete. When we come back, I want to talk about wild monkey rampages in Japan. Let's do it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
We're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show. Uh, part two on a on a Monday. It's the first of August. Lukey Moore. Fucking hell, mate. Fuck it. Fucking hell. After the um the dryness and the occasional oppressive heat we've suffered this summer, mm. I see August as the final insult. I, I see I see August as like the just the last month I've got to get through before the weather starts to calm down a bit. Right. Okay. You're a definite autumn fan, aren't you? You love the crispy leaves and the yeah. I'd rank them in. I'd rank them as. Autumn first, then spring, mm. probably, then winter, then summer. Wow, that's strong. I mean, that. What I are mean, you doing? I like summer, man. I like it. Everyone's happy. I can see boys' nipples through their tops. Sometimes um, with their tops off. Sometimes with their tops off. So that's actually quite an interesting cultural departure because when my wife first moved to the UK, mm. she was massively surprised at how quickly and often men take their tops off here. Yeah, yeah. It's not so much a thing where she's from, she said. I was, I, when I sort of finished playing football, I'll sometimes walk to the tube station with my top off. It's liberating. <laughs> Should you be doing that? I don't know. It's not, I'm not doing it near a school. I mean, yeah. Can PC Gordon get in touch? Is that a crime? <laughs> yes. Love to know if that's a could crime. Could I walk, could I walk from, uh, yeah, from five-a-side uh, uh, set-up to uh, tube station with my top off? That's what I would like to know. I'd love you to commit a few low-level crimes that don't. no one gets hurt. Right, no, yeah. No real victim. Yeah. You get put away, let's say, three months. I'll probably get, um, Gordon. I don't know, Rick Edwards in or something. Gordon gets or me out. Ben to do the show for a bit. And then mm. when you come back, you'll be full of stories. It'll be yeah. brilliant. Uh, like, Ben's got time for that. Ben's on every TV show at the moment. Ben's getting yeah. so many roles. I'm surprised he's got any free time. I'm surprised he managed to do the old uh, the old Jubilee, the old Platy Jubes. Oh, yeah. Crazy yeah, he, busy. He, he, it was an amazing surprise when he popped up on that. Yeah. I actually, made, weirdly made enough, I'm sad because of the flags. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, that wasn't his fault. I know, of course it fucking wasn't. Like, like, like but oh, yeah, yeah, I booked him in for, I, I booked him in. I had lunch with him the day after that. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know he was doing the Jubilee. Right. And, and he said, oh, do you want to go for lunch? And we went for, got some pizza in um, in town. The next day, it just so happened to be the next day. And I saw him, I was like, I didn't know you, even know you were doing that. And he was like, yeah, it's pretty full on kind of thing. Yeah, but um, fuck me. But he's got like, some interesting stories to tell about that, but that, they're probably his stories to tell, not mine. But mm. um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, so taking your top off is like a... Seem, I think it's quite, quite a British thing, more more of a British thing than I realised. You couldn't do that in Japan, right? Uh, no, and and people kind of hide away from the sun because they don't, they don't want to get tanned because that's kind of weird, kind of like they, they, they think that... Um, uh, if you've got a tan, you've obviously been working outside, which means that you're slightly lower class. They're, they're, they're just the same as us. I don't want to go out in the sun because I'll just get red. Yeah, good point. Good point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm exactly the same. Um, but, Peter, I promised before the break, um, speaking of Japan, mm. um, there's been quite a few wild monkey rampages. Wild monkeys. Wouldn't keep me away. <laughs> uh, the police apparently turned to tranquilizer guns in an attempt to stem the tide, according to the BBC. Yeah. Uh, 42 people have been uh, injured in Yamaguchi City. Do you know Yamaguchi City? I do know Yamaguchi Prefecture. Yeah, it's good. Is it a big, um, big populous place? Tourist place? What's it like? There's certain... Uh, I mean, it's kind of like in between... It's kind of in between two places, really. It's just before you get onto the island of Kyushu. It's kind of in between Hiroshima and uh, Kitakyushu. So it's um yeah it's, okay. it's beautiful absolutely stunning. 
And and is it something that would be improved or kind of reduced in quality by the idea of Japanese macaques marauding through the city, injuring people? Yeah, you don't need it really because of the um, lockdown. Like a lot of Japanese wildlife, including some quite fucking dangerous bears, are becoming very emboldened because they haven't sort of moved, you know, um, uh, closer and closer to the cities to get food, basically. And uh, yeah, like these macaques, they're um, they're real little shits <laughs> because. And and I, I feel like this is another kind of um, another kind of sign, mm. not like another kind of piece of evidence that you know when the world eventually goes to shit mm. properly, yeah. and we end up living like a post-apocalyptic world. I reckon probably around twenty twenty-five when I <laughs> just about make enough money to move to a nice house. I think that's when it'll probably happen. I feel like there's a lot of things that we'll look back on and go, "Well, we should have noticed that was going to happen because of that." Yeah, and some yeah. of it is. The fact that we had a 40 degree day and that mm. everything's on fire and that a robot broke a Chinese kid's finger and m- m- macaques were marauding through Japanese cities. I feel mm. like all these things add up to something, but I don't quite know what the equal sign is, what happens yeah. after. It feels to me like there's a lot of stuff that we should really be across, but no one's really taking any notice of. Like, for example, in England last week, a load of people were stuck in a queue for 72 hours in their car mm. where charities had to go to them and give them food and drink because they couldn't get out of England. To me, it just feels like that should be a bigger story. Yeah. I There's nothing that... I, uh, my partner uh, uh, has, has, a bit of a, has a bit of a go at me about this, but I, I, she will be very uh, circumspect about where she parks and stuff like that. She's very... She obeys the rules of the... She obeys the spirit of uh, the rules of the road. I obey the rules of the road, but I don't obey the spirit of the rules of the road, which is like, <laughs> if someone, yeah. if so, if I was in a big queue like that and I had access to the field next to uh, the road, I'd be in that field. I'd be driving off through a fucking field. I'd be like, see you later. If I can get over a barrier with my car, I'm fucking off. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here. That shit. I'm just fuck that for a laugh. Yeah. Um, but then where are you going to go? What's the plan? Another field. I'm camping in the field. <laughs> I'll just stay in the field <laughs> because I, I feel like, and, and I understand there are some people there who may be unavoidably visiting family, mm. or it's, I, I understand there's a lot of people uh, driving lorries and have to kind yeah. of do their job. I get all that. Aside from that, I want to speak to those people and go, "How badly do you want to go, want to go on holiday, mate?" <laughs> because, right. I don't think you're going for longer than two weeks. Yeah. And it's taken you three days to get out of Dover. Yeah. So at yeah, what yeah, point yeah. do you pull the plug and go, oh, let's just, we'll just go somewhere else? That's, um, that's the, uh, the pragmatic ego, male ego, I think. It has to be. Dad is, he's, yeah, he's got, he's got stuck a horse. In, they're stuck in queue, so they can't move their <laughs> exactly, car. Yeah, they can't, and also, they can't physically get out. But it's, it's, it's yeah, I mean, just astonishing scenes. And uh, just, just uh, did it, Pete, is this us being old and boring? Or did this never used to happen? Uh, I I think it, all of this shit happened, uh, but it right. happened in the eighties <laughs> under the Tories, <laughs> and it always ends like this. It always ends but like this, and someone has to fucking clean it up. And what part of me, um, because a big part of me feels like saying, "You asked for a hard border with France, mm. and yeah. now you've got a hard border with France, mm. and that's what it looks like." Yeah. Yet you're still not happy. No, and and also, they did have the opportunity to help the French out with their staffing and increasing 
the uh, the, the the provision uh, for for border checks and stuff like that. But they didn't want to do it. They just they they I think they offered them not point five percent of the budget requested, uh, which. Right, as a law ball, is not much, is it? It's not much. So uh, that's like us getting the commission from the BBC type stuff. <laughs> oh, spicy, um, Michael. What spicery. about, um, what about um, in the interest of balance? Speaking mm. of the BBC, mm. what about the blue passports? What? Yeah, they are good. You can look fair, at that yeah, while yeah, you're yeah, stuck yeah. in your car. A <laughs> lot look of at people this. Were saying that. A lot of people were saying that, like Britain, the UK specifically asked for third country status yeah. from the EU. Yeah. And and are now being treated like that, yeah. and are kind of like non-stop complaining about and, the situation. And the two main candidates for the top job uh, have it uh, say that it's um, nothing to do with the Big B. Um, I, do, I do like the blue passport. I do, look, if it, I well, love the I love the inky Big Barrymore. Um, is Barrymore responsible for all of this? Somehow, can I just possibly. say? Uh, we might have said this before, and I, I don't want to get in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. And Rory can edit it out if he thinks right. he wants to. Barrymore was really good on TV. Right, yeah. Okay. Wasn't he? It's, what? He's going to edit out that? Rory doesn't know who Barrymore is. <laughs> He's similarly sized, but he just he will but not Barrymore know who was good, He was good on telly, wasn't he? He was excellent on television. And I think there's a certain amount of uh, of of the black... Uh, blackballing, do you call it? Yeah, blackballing. Of, uh, of Barrymore that I think was... Um, was motivated by uh, homophobia in the press. So, yeah, I think... Before he... that stuff happened, that happened, which is obviously awful. Yeah, no, I think afterwards as well. I think, you know, at, at the end of the day, like, people people have been involved in much worse and maintained a, a media profile. He was unable to do that, and I think a lot Why of that Why are we now talking about with... Barrymore? You brought him up! You shouted, quick you shouted the word quick Barrymore! Little quick gag! Little quick Move gag! On. Okay, Go back okay. to your point. Get back to the past. You're talking about Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak. Sorry, mate. Imagine if he. Imagine off. if he decided I'm going to run. I'm oh, gonna, you're taking the off ramp. Get Boris. Get Boris and Barrymore on the ballot, please. Yeah, the three and, Bs. And, 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 and I um I think that um the, the the other thing about it you'll you'll bloody love, which I do passionately believe in this situation is it's obviously just the people who who can't afford to go on a really expensive holiday, they get punished, right? Yeah. Because if you're super wealthy, you're going to wake up and go, well, I'm not fucking going there. I'll just get a plane. Yeah, I'll go somewhere else. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, again, there's that as well. Can't get a plane <laughs> can't either. Can't get That's a plane either. It's not the point. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're <laughs> fucked as well. Oh, dear. Absolutely. This, I, I just think, I, I'm, I'm not going to go back to say, you know, Charles, King Charles being executed by his own parliament in the 17th century. I can't go back that far because my knowledge isn't good enough. Right. So I'll stick to what I do know. I don't think the UK's ever been worse. I think it has. I just think we we it, it's always this bad. Uh, I think there's just not there's just more people writing about it and more people no, talking about. Do you remember in 2012 when the London Olympics? That was the last time in the UK was good. <laughs> I think looking back, yes, that felt fun. I had a career. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tory government. No. You changed your tune. <laughs> when it was it not um no, nah, 2010. The Tories came in, mate. No, but was it not? Oh, oh, yeah. So when was when was the uh, when was the old uh, when was the old uh, 2012? When was Li- when was Lib? When was Lib? Oh, okay, so it was a coalition. It was a coalition. Yeah. It was All a right, co- yeah, fair fine. Enough, but it was a coalition. Yeah. If you yeah. if you keep saying and and also like I mean, it, at least we had a prime minister. You know what I mean? He might put his knob in a pig every every now and again, but like at least we had one who. <laughs> Wasn't solely, wasn't so. These are people around these. Sort of go, well, I mean, they're not solely out for themselves. 
ugh, yeah. in the snow. I, I think it's, it's, it's remarkable how... So in 2010, you wouldn't have never caught me saying this, but I think it's a... Re- and you don't, haven't got to be a supporter of any particular political party to have this opinion. I think you it's a pretty solid lock to say that David Cameron was much better than the fucking shower of shit we got now. <laughs> yes. And that's saying something. I'm not saying I support the guy. I'm just saying like he turned up for work. You know what I mean, he had, he had like a, he had like a suit on, and he, he tried to. Even though he's probably quite a manipulative, two faced bastard, yeah. right? He he at least you know stood at the lectern and said the right things. Yes, you know? exactly. He didn't just kind of. He didn't. He didn't laugh openly uh, at people. He didn't uh, you know use racist language. He didn't. Yeah. Uh, fuck people in the fucking in the in the cabinet office. He didn't, you know, all that, <laughs> all that stuff. I mean, even if he did, we'd never know. It would just look like he was having a particularly opulent dinner, a big, yeah. a big suckling pig for dinner. Wait, well, well, one thing we've not, one thing we've actually really not made hay on mm. is, and this is in our wheelhouse, is the old Matt Hancock black roll neck Stephen Bartlett interview, <laughs> where just like, he uh... says some amazing things. Like he, he says some stuff like. Um, yeah, the uh, the only crime I committed in that uh, in that office was uh, I fell in love. <laughs> it's like that kind of, it's amazing. It is amazing the stuff he's. Who was that stand up? Who uh, who was that naughty Vine guy who uh, was very popular? Pete Dawson. And he went on you and he went on Newsnight with a roll neck to apologise. Oh, to uh, Dapper laughs. Dapper laughs. That's the you one. were the Vine man. You were the king of Vine. I love Vine, and that was you know that was where TikTok ended up, and just apparently I um uh, I think we were in the same meeting. That, uh, that kind of um, astonished me, but I kind of understand the logic. Like, kids nowadays, if they want to know something, they don't Google it. They just um, search it on TikTok. And so, you know, people who, if you... Yeah, if you, if you, that's a problem. <laughs> is it a problem? Yeah. Right. That is a problem because it's absolutely... No, because there's no... Um, Quality control. Yeah, there's just absolutely yeah. no... Uh, so at least on Twitter, there's a verification with... I suppose there is a verification on TikTok as well, but it, on Twitter, it's almost like companies are actively mm. and quite prevalently using it and showing who they like TikTok it's a complete it's a complete yeah. algorithmic random homepage. Yeah, but I think if you yeah, but if you're searching for there's an issue with a pipe or something and you want to kind of get it through, you know, th- there will be some response and you can smell responsible. Yeah, that's not news, is it? It's not news that you've got a problem with your pipe. No, but that's I think that's what I'm saying. You mean I your think, house think, pipe, think, not your not your cock, right? I think that's it. Well, I mean there'd probably be a little bit of that in there as well. But no, I think <laughs> I think if you need like a little bit of DIY or just something instead of searching it, you can because they because um young people are, are way more kind of like visually focused and way more kind of like they expect videos and they expect explanations like that. Um they uh they, they search if there's something with, wrong with some plumbing they will just type it into uh, TikTok and there will be a plumber somewhere making a yeah. bit of coin explaining how to do it. I mean and right. then and then there'll be some mad fuckers from like China jamming like a cucumber down the pipe and then taping it round and then going oh look you can use a, pi- a fucking cucumber to to to, to seal up I your pipe. I think I've actually seen that. Yeah. No, exactly that sort of stuff. Uh, my favorite TikTok <laughs> accounts are the family who have got like an older, and he won't mind me saying this because he says it himself, mm. quite fat dad. Right. And the two kids, and all they do is eat Chinese takeaways and say uh, Bosch at the end of each video. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, 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 nice. Yeah, nice. brilliant. Yeah. I showed you that. I shared that with you. I, yeah. Um, the geezer who, Same quite a young me, guy, who walks around pretending that he picks up girls all the time, and uh, he's basically like a pickup artist. Right. But he's so like obviously a virgin that... 
it's like not threatening and right. it's really funny. Mm. And I can't understand hardly anything he says because he uses a load of like pickup artist slang, which makes no sense at okay, all. Okay, right, really you'll have to send that over. En- yeah, good. Yeah, it's entertaining to watch it, yeah. in a kind of way that, you know, when you watch a really bad audition on The X Factor, yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah. I like yeah. him. I like, um, what else do I like? What about I those like, lads on uh, uh, Twitter have their own pubs in the garden? Yeah, I love them. I love those guys because <laughs> because they because they all want to be the bootlegger. Yeah, but they're not really the bootlegger. No, uh, but they always like aspire to the bootlegger, which I I like the bootlegger, so I'm happy with that. I like them. <laughs> I like um, what else do I like? Oh, I, I love the um the traveling families who do threatening videos to each other about fights. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're a bit of a classic. And occasionally yeah. you get like a you get an unlicensed boxing match with uh, in a ring surrounded by bales of hay. <laughs> I like watching that. <laughs> There's loads of great stuff to enjoy on yeah, TikTok. Exactly. Pr- I've never uploaded a single video myself, but I do no. find myself getting quite addicted to it. Um, mm. and, and it's kind of remarkable to me how you can sit there and I probably could do 15 to 20 minutes of just a normal family talking through their Chinese order. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about it's that family great. is they just kind of like... They, like... A lot of Christian shed of beef in there. They know what's what. Oh, yeah. They know they, what's they, what. They are right up your street, mate. Yeah, I'm telling you, exactly. right up your street. And the street, street is littered with their messaging. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get out of here, Peter. Maybe we could do a TikTok account for the, for Luke and Peter. That's one for Rory. Give Rory more work. Give Rory more work, for crying out loud. God. His capacity for work is gigantic because he's so tall. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's Barrymore size. You can fit more work in. My kind of TikTok, we'll call it. And it would be a Michael Barrymore tribute where we talk about our favourite Barrymore moments uh, going from uh, his uh, shopping centre, My Kind of People uh, skits yeah. to uh, yeah. the one where he did that song. <laughs> and we'll do it all while eating Doritos. Yeah, exactly. If um, we ever get All right, there. let's get out of here. Um, that's enough for, for a Monday. We'll, we'll be back on Thursday, of course. We're still finding new players. Those new batteries are still popping up, so yep. keep sending them in. Hello at Luke and Pete Show. Dot com. We've bloody enjoyed talking to you, uh, as we always do. Leave us a review uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. It helps new listeners to find us. And the way you can also do that is by telling all your pals. Uh, good luck explaining this show and describing what it's like, because we've never been able to do it. Oh. Um, so we wish you the best of luck with that. But ultimately, just listen. Just listen to the show and enjoy it. Just you never know what Pete's going to do next. He's probably going to buy... What are you going to buy next? What's, what's your next little project? Uh, I've got to go pick up a speaker, but it's stack-related, so it's not really... Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's quite That's boring. Work. It's work. I'm sure you'll think of something more interesting in the meantime. Speak to you soon, guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Ta-ta. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.